Hey, I'm Kevin Kaufman. I'm joined with Fred Weaver. We are your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast. Where five days a week you can get great real estate content. On Mondays, Kevin interviews a top rock star in the real estate space. Every Tuesday, we bring you industry headlines where we look back on the last seven days of news in real estate. Wednesdays and Fridays is iMinute where we talk about iBuyers in the real estate space. And Thursday, we bring you a weekly business tip. So listen to us anywhere podcasts can be listened to. You can watch most of these podcasts video form on YouTube and tune in five days a week. And make sure you connect with us on Facebook as well as visit kevinandfred.com and you can check out our referral guarantee, right Kevin? kevinandfred.com forward slash guarantee. We'd love to receive your real estate referrals here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. All right, Next Level Podcast listeners, we are back. And today we are lucky we are joined uh, by Mr. Adam Contos, the CEO of Remax. Adam, how are you doing today? I'm great, Kevin. How are you? I am doing great, man. I'm so glad we finally got the opportunity to get this on the calendar and uh, get this uh, recorded. So thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Yeah, I think we talked about this like, what, like six months to a year ago or something like that. So Yeah, you know, it's funny. We met uh, early January of 2019 because we were at the same event. And that was, you know, that in itself was something that just stuck out to me that, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get some time to talk to you about, but you know, it was a, it was a personal growth thing. It was a business growth type event. And, um, you and I somehow ended up at the same table and got to, got to meet you. And I really liked, uh, really liked what you're doing. So I'm glad we got the chance to have this conversation. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm honored to be here. So thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. So why don't we, why don't we do this? Tell me, um, so obviously today you're the CEO of Remax, but where does your where does your real estate career start? Let's maybe go backwards a little bit. I'd love to hear kind of how you got into the real estate world, and uh, and we'll we'll take it forward from there. It's kind of funny. So um, I I don't sell houses. I'm I'm not a real estate agent. I build businesses, and and I've been an entrepreneur for decades. And it's a it's a funny story because I. I kind of grew up in a real estate office. Uh, one of my friend's moms was a realtor. So I would, uh, I would sort through MLS books and highlight listings and fill out three by five note cards and then, you know, rip things off the dot matrix printer from the MLS and stuff like that. In fact, I think that printer is still in a lot of different offices around the country. But um, so I, I, I kind of grew up a little bit in it. And then I, I got into law enforcement when I, got into the professional world. So I was a police officer for 11 years. Uh, I, I'd always been an entrepreneur and somehow I ended up at DEA undercover narcotics school and worked undercover narcotics for a couple of years, which is actually where I learned sales, believe it or not. So it's kind of a- I can see that, I can see that. Yeah, it, it was kind of a fun connection, kind of a weird connection, but um, it, was, it was hilarious because they would kick us out the door and go, okay, you and your partner go find somebody and figure out how you can buy drugs from them. So you'd have to go meet people and earn their trust and then figure out how to conduct some sort of a transaction with them and learn street level, hardcore sales. 
and it, it turned into a two-year undercover stint for me. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, wow, that's so. that's not the typical path. Now I, I've met a lot of people in the real estate and the business world who have law enforcement in their background, but that is not your typical path. I'm guessing. No, it, it was it it really wasn't. But it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I after I got out of narcotics, I ended up um, getting on a SWAT team or actually I was on a SWAT team while we worked narcotics and then kind of grew up that way. Uh, left law enforcement in uh, 2004. Uh, before I left law enforcement, I had started an online business. Uh, so a police supply company where, you know, on the internet wasn't the best time in the late nineties to start an online business. Yeah. And then I started a security consulting company in the early 2000s because I knew that service business was the way to go. And then uh, part of that involved me working with real estate agents where I figured out that real estate agents were getting hurt and killed doing this business, unfortunately. So I created a real estate agent safety program based upon law enforcement survival skills. So in the business, you go unknown places with unknown people. And I looked at it and I thought, gosh, a lot of real estate agents are going places that I would take a backup officer to with, and we had guns. So, you know, you, you, you figure out, there's got to be some, uh, some lessons in here that, that I can help the real estate industry learn from police survival skills. So I, I started a program called Safer, Safety Awareness for Every Realtor, and got into real estate that way, and then started doing uh, business development in different offices. Uh, and then Remax ended up picking me up uh, to do franchise consulting business development. And I've, I've been here for 15 years, and now I'm sitting in this office. So. Wow. Okay. So you, what you started off in, uh, as far as Remax goes in, in business development and franchise consulting and, and have worked your way up to literally to, to the top of the CEO of one of the largest real estate companies in the history of the world. I, that's pretty, that tells me, I know this about you already, but that says a lot about your work ethic and, and the, uh, the type of person that, that you are. So tell me, um, Gosh, I, I so many questions I want to I, I want to ask about this. But so, as the guy who finds himself in in the real estate world, and all of a sudden he's consulting franchises and and, and consulting with business development, to here you are today as an executive of of a very large corporation. I mean, how different is your world today? And do you, do you ever think about, man, how how did I go from there to here? Not not that one's necessarily better than the other, but they they are different. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, they're a little different, but fundamentally, when you look at human nature, you know, we, and, and you and I have talked about this in, in our mastermind groups, we talk about principles, principles of human nature. So people have challenges, and it's up to us in this industry, I don't care who you're with, but it's up to us to help people uncover their challenges, identify those challenges. And we know that if we can tell somebody's challenges to them better than they can tell them to us, they understand that we have the answer to those challenges. So we have to be able to articulate those challenges of the, the consumer or, you know, just people that you meet when it comes to buying and selling homes or really lifestyle. And that's what law enforcement was about as well, is meeting somebody and trying to uncover those challenges. Because you just don't show up and have them go, here's what's wrong. You kind of have to start you know, peeling the onion and getting into their emotions and what scares them and what, what they've experienced in order to determine how you can help them. So it's, it's human nature. It's a human nature business, just like real estate is a human nature business. And that's, that's what I love about it is we get to help people 
overcome their challenges after we identify those. But if you never identify them, they don't know that you're the one to help them. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Um, so let me ask you this. So um, did, did that come natural to you? Did you sort of discover that? Or is that like a process of, dude, obviously you've had a great deal of mentors and coaches along the way, but was that someone said something to you one day, a light bulb went off, or was this kind of like a process maybe that you went through that you realized like, Hey, this is actually how I can be successful in the business arena. I, I think it's a combination of all of those things. Uh, I've had a mentor. I've been part of masterminds. I've had a coach uh, really for the past two decades. I've had a combination of those three things. And I've also sought daily education. So it's, you know, you can't make the last day you graduated from school, whatever level of school that is, the last day you learn something. Last day you learn something needs to be today. You need to learn something every day. And what that does is that continues to refresh uh, how you view people, how you can help people, because you might end up learning a new word that people are now using now to describe their challenges. You might end up discovering a new challenge that society's facing uh, or start doing the math and putting a combination of these things together where it allows you to reach out and get people's attention, get their interest. So they know that you're a helper. They know that you're a giver, a connector, and you can go out and, and make things happen for them. So they can get better every day also, just like you are. So when you, let me ask you, let me dial in or dive in there on, on one of that part. So you talk about learning every day, which I, I totally agree with. Like if, if the last day you learned something was, um, you know, college or high school, then you got some serious problems unless you graduated today. Um, you know, is there, is there something, is there a very specific way you go about learning every day? Do you have a habit or a routine that helps you to, to make sure you're not going a day or too many days in a row without really kind of feeding your mind? I, I do. I have a lot of habits. Uh, I believe in habits. I think habits and, and processes lead to results. And I mean, let's face it, uh, entrepreneurs are seeking results, but you just can't go out and say, give me results. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do all those little daily steps that lead to those results. And, and those are our habits. So, um, I get up at four 30 every morning. You know, a lot of people are like, uh, no way I would never do that, but that's fine. It doesn't matter what time you get up, but have some habits that you put into play that don't lead to you closing your eyes at the end of the day going, I didn't get anything done. I didn't, I didn't grow. I didn't learn. I didn't help. Um, I didn't expand my business. I did nothing today to make more money for my business, things like that. Uh, so my day looks like get up at 4.30. I have my breakfast, my vitamins, whatever. And I listen to uh, Darren Hardy has this thing called Darren Daily. It's a daily video, five days a week. He's been doing it for five years now. And it's like five minutes. So um, you listen to that. It's, it's a good idea. It'll, get, it'll start to get the brain moving and thinking about a business principle or self-development principle. I also, when I go to the gym at that point, uh, I listen to a podcast. I'm not, I'm not one to listen to a whole bunch of music unless I need the music at that time, but I really need education more than I need music. So I'm always looking for something to learn. And of course, the, the notes, I'll, I'll sit here, I'll pull out the iPhone, I'll be like, I'm gonna put this in my notes. And so I, I accumulate notes uh, by the end of my workout, just one or two sentences that are different things that I've learned. And I could sit down at the office and say, is this something that belongs in my business or the business of the people that I serve? And uh, there you go. That, that kind of 
gets the day going with some education for me. That's awesome. That's, that's your routine there. Do you have any other, so obviously I know you're part of masterminds. Um, do you have anything else that you maybe do on a less frequently basis, whether that's quarterly, monthly, or, or even annually? Is there anything really big that you say, Hey, I gotta, I gotta do this every so often. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you mentioned masterminds, which thank you. I mean, uh, I love masterminds, huge, huge part of, of my life, of my year. I try to get to probably three to four a year. I'm part of some outside of our industry. I'm also part of some inside of our industry. And I don't care what brand you're with. It doesn't matter what company you're with. Kevin, you and I are with two different brands. Doesn't yeah. matter. We're friends and we both wanna grow our businesses and share ideas and help people. So um, fundamentally, it's about being good people and giving unconditionally into these groups to help each other grow. And it's reciprocal. Um, you know, we sit and talk, we come up with ideas, you grow, I grow, we help others grow. We're fulfilled. So, uh, you know, that's masterminds are a huge thing. And I got to tell you, you know, you're, you're not of this mindset, but there are some people of this mindset where you go sit at a table in a mastermind and people are like, I'm not saying anything because they're, we, they work for a different company. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, if, the, if you got something good to say, say it and be a kind, caring, giving human being. And you know what? You're going to help people and you're going to help yourself because you're going to remember that as well. And you're going to build that into your business and you're going to understand the different angles of it. And you never know the person you're talking to might go, oh, I thought of this angle and I got this result. And now you both grew from that. Yeah. You know, it's, I love that you say that. One of the reasons, the main reason why I started this podcast was to interview people because I've had so many conversations. I'm of the same mindset. Go to go to different masterminds as as often as I can. A few times a year, both inside and outside the industry, and I get to have great conversations with these people. And I'm just thought if I can just record these and let other people listen in on them, other people will learn hopefully as much, if not more, than what I'm learning from them. Because this has been the thing that I know has helped me grow as uh, not just a person, but as a business person, and, and it's made such an impact in my life. And so uh, that was the thing that truthfully stuck out to me. Um, I've been fortunate enough to meet some really great people in the real estate industry. Um, and you're de I would definitely put you right up there with them. But the thing, Adam, that I, that I love about you, man, that just stuck out to me right away is when you and I met, you, you were the only dude that wasn't a real estate agent in a room full of real estate agents who was just there to learn. And it was a mastermind. And, um, you know, we, uh, Mr. Uh, not, John Cheplak was the one that it was an event of his who I love John. He's just been, he's become such a good friend of me over the years as well as a mentor. And the fact that someone like you showed up to something like that, like there's not a lot of other real estate executives kind of hanging out in those rooms. Um, and truthfully there as a student and as a giver. And that was something that, that just stuck out to me about you from, from the get go. And I, I believe in that at my very core that we've got to do that to be able to grow as people. Well, thank you. I, I think, uh, well, first, I, I appreciate the kind words. Um, I challenge the other executives in the space and really in any other space to go be the, the biggest learner in your business. So go out and see how amazing of uh, a brain trust you can build in order to help your, your industry. Because we're all in a struggle for industry significance. I don't care what industry you're in, automotive, real estate, retail, um, B2B, whatever it might be. You're in a, in a fight for significance every day. And 
the more you can give, the more caring you can be to the, to the customer, regardless of who it is in your space, um, the closer relationships you can build. Everybody wins when it comes to, uh, you know, the rising tide lifting all ships concept. And it also roots out the subpar performers in an industry. And I think that's necessary in every industry. There's got to be a, a process where people who are bringing down the industry need to feel some pressure. And if those people aren't willing to up their game, that's fine. Yep. Go find somewhere else. I, you know, I, I don't care what brand you're with. I don't care what company you're with. If you're going to perform at a subpar level in real estate, in our business, we don't want you here. We want quality and we want people who care about the consumer and provide consumer protection. Yeah, exactly. Go, go, I'd go somewhere else. You know, I, uh, you said something uh, just a, a, about a minute ago about relationships and, and I know that you've got a, you've got a close relationship with Mr. With Mr. Linegar, um, and I'm obviously he's been a big influence on your life, uh, and I'm assuming one of your one of your greatest mentors. What has that been like, man? Because he's he's not just he's not like your typical guy who started a real estate company. I mean, he's a he's a legend if we could use that word in our industry and, and an icon. Um, what has it been like to be able to work with some closely with somebody um, with his kind of resume, if you will? Uh, I'm completely honored and blessed beyond words to to have the opportunity to to spend time with him uh to have had him uh, mentor me for decades i knew him before i started doing anything with remax i i knew him because of my law enforcement channels he was heavily involved in the law enforcement community and still is to a great deal uh in the area where i was a law enforcement officer and just the wisdom you can gain from people like that. He is certainly an anomaly, um, an incredibly kind human being, one of the, the largest philanthropists that Colorado has ever seen, that the United States has ever seen. I mean, the guy's given away way more than he's ever kept for himself. And, and that's something that not a lot of people see, is that, that giving heart amongst these, these titans of industry and you go, wow, that person's amazing. They must do a lot for themselves. No, they do a lot for others. So, um, I mean, it's, it's interesting because you can ask him a question and, and then what you get from the answer is way more than what you may have been looking for. And it's, <laughs> it's so cool because there's story involved. There's anecdote involved. There may be some pointed aspects where you have some, some reflection on your own actions, your past uh, or your future consideration out of that. And you walk away and go, I just sat at the table with somebody who provides unbelievably valuable wisdom and you're so grateful for it. And you know, it's funny, he's just one of the kindest human beings you'll ever meet. So um, it's, it's kind of neat. He's the kind of guy there. If you go grab his bag after you, you know, get out of the car at the airport, he's like, no, I got it. <laughs> No, I can carry that for you. He goes, no, I got my bag. I want to take care of it. And he'll try and take yours too. And I mean, just that's the kind of person that he is. He'll hold the door for people. Um, people don't know who he is until they go, hey, wait a sec. <laughs> You're Dave Linegar. Yeah. So, that, but I, that, it's cool. That is, that, that is pretty cool to be able to, to work closely with, with, someone, uh, with someone like that. And uh, uh, what, what a great opportunity. L let me ask you this kind of switching gears a little bit more into, uh, what's going on in the industry and 
really what's going on with with realtors these days because one of the things that that also has has um attracted me to you from a from our friendship standpoint and a, and a business standpoint is it's very clear to me that you're saying it you stay in touch with like quite frankly the people with boots on the ground and and so i know that means you're talking to them you're learning from them like what are some what are some of the things that you see coming up in the industry maybe that some of your agents are either dealing with or some of the cool things that, that they're doing because unlike any other time our industry I, I hate to use the word under attack because I'm just I'm not of the mindset that we're under attack there it's just I believe it's changing quite a bit um, the landscape of what it's like to be a real estate agent is changing more now than ever before so because you're talking to these agents, obviously, I, I believe you've probably got a, a unique pulse on what, what's going on. What are the, some of the things that you've maybe learned from some of your agents around the country this year, uh, and whether that be both on the good side or, or the challenging side? I, I love this question because that is one of the things that I absolutely pride myself on is I go hang out with, with our boots on the ground, with our agents, with our, our leaders in the communities. Uh, in fact, just this past week, uh, it's past weekend. I was at one of the holiday parties for uh, my wife's office. Uh, my wife's a real estate agent. And in fact, a lot of us that work at headquarters here, a lot of our spouses are real estate agents. So, I mean, it's, we're, we're very closely tied to the industry, uh, but we also get out to different events, different meetings, um, spending time with agents. And uh, I've been all over the world talking to real estate agents this past year. What, what you see is people kind of wondering the same thing that you're asking me. And they're like, okay, there's all this stuff going on. What should I be afraid of? What should I be concerned about? What do I need to focus on? What do I need to ignore some of those questions? Ultimately, what it boils down to is the word community. There's a lot of noise that is drawing us away from our community in this space. And you get what you focus on, right? In life, in business, you get what you focus on. If you focus on the noise, oh my gosh, uh, you know, the, the market's changing. Well, yeah, it changes every day for crying out loud. Um, you know, it's like the weather, okay? So you know, we've got, we have a, a, a political election coming up in 2020. Oh my gosh, what's it gonna do to the housing market? Uh, who cares, okay? Go out and build your community in your community and focus on doing the right things for the people in your community because we know people will buy or sell a house every eight to 12 years, okay? You know, uh, a couple of years ago, NAR said the statistics was every eight years. Now everybody's saying, well, it's closer to every 12 years. Regardless, raise the, the number of people in your sphere of influence that you're super close with, your dream clients, by a third then because we just added a third onto that, that life buy, that buying cycle of, of the consumer in, in the housing space. Um, but adapt, understand how much business is out there. We're supposed to have more business this year than we had last year, by the way, or in 2020, we're supposed to have more than we had in 2019, more new home sales and more resales, according to NAR. So how much are you gonna raise your bar in the business? and Stop listening to the things that you're, you're, you're looking at and focusing on. Do you turn on the TV and you sit there and stare at it? Or do you turn off the TV and go talk to people that you should be building relationships with? Because that's where you can help. You can't help anybody by watching the news. Sorry. But 
you can help people by going and talking to others, by getting on social media, um, by creating some sort of a broadcast, a podcast, a, a video uh, that you send out, um, community interaction pieces like, you know, we always talk about community videos, things like that. That stuff works. Put it out there. Talk about them. Remember the three most important words to every human being, me, myself, and I. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with you. It's all about them. And they're right. Why? Because we all come from the same place in nature, which is survival and then growth. Okay? We got the survival thing down for the most part. Now we need to grow. But it's, it's about our growth. So we need to address them that way and help them with their growth, their, their family growth, their financial growth, uh, their community growth, things like that. So stop paying attention to the noise is, is really what I keep hearing around the world. I don't care what country you're in, what market you're in. The, the macro market means nothing. It's the micro market and what you can touch in it in, in your community. Yeah, I agree. And I love that perspective because you guys, obviously you guys are a worldwide company. Uh, and so you, you've, you've got responsibility uh, that, that goes way beyond just Den the Denver, Colorado area, right? Um, and to hear you say that, knowing that you're, you're communicating and in touch with people literally across the world, going, hey, no, let's, let's go into the micro uh, and focus on our community. To me, first of all, I think you're, I think you're spot on, um, but, uh, but I, I believe you're also uniquely qualified to be able to, to say that because of the different types of conversations and relationships you have around the world. It's, it's funny. Um, when you look at your market, whatever your market is, We've seen your market in another market last year. I mean, that's just, that's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you, when you look globally at all the different real estate markets out there, and um, like our survey touches 54 major markets in the U.S., the um, National Housing Report that, that we put out. Uh, we've seen your market before, recently, and we can tell you, here's what works in it, and it's the same thing that I'm just, that I'm saying, Kevin, that, that you say and work in your business, it's about getting out there as a human being and helping the community and, and building community. And then people go, Hey, I know that guy, or I know that lady, they sell real estate. And I, I, I think I need those expert touches from them in order to help me through it. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, um, I, I, I so agree. I think too, you just touched on something that a lot of agents worry about, maybe not worry about it, but maybe it's just kind of like that first, that first generic line of defense, which is my market's different. Um, and you know, every, we all like to think every, doesn't matter where you're at in this country. Uh, and, and I'm sure it's, it just goes well beyond the U S but everyone likes to think their market is special and unique. And, and the reality is, it is just like all of the others, right? Um, we all have our unique points, and but at the end of the day, we all kind of do the same thing. And you're not the only luxury market, or you're not the only mostly low end market. You're not the only condo market, or whatever that happens to be like in your market. Um, that you're not that really not that unique. There's others just like you. That's a unbelievably important point because it's it's funny. My market's different, and you go, okay, I live in Castle Rock, Colorado. That market's different, but my, you know, my neighborhood's different. My street's different. And you know what's also really different? My market up here. And that's the one thing that we, we almost forget about is we want to throw some statistics at them instead of saying, what challenges you in your market that I can help you with? And because 
they might not have exactly the same perception of the market that you have. And if you just throw up some stats on them and some features and benefits of what you're going to do for them, you're not building a relationship. You're, you're marketing. So it's, it's about, you know, getting through all of that to, to connect their head and their heart to do something good for them. And then they go, okay. And then say, you let me know what I can do to help you. I'm, I'm here for you. I mean, it's think of yourself as a, as a physician and, and what, what matters most here bedside manner. So how we treat people, customer experience, consumer experience, but how we treat people human to human. Yeah, I, man, I totally agree. What came up for me when you said that was something our mutual friend, John Cheplak says quite a bit, which is everybody wants to buy. Nobody wants to be sold. Right. Um, and when we do that feature benefit kind of throw up, if you will, of, Hey, let me throw all these stats at you and tell you all these things that you should be thinking about. That is, that's trying to sell rather, rather than connecting to them as a human being. And uh, I think that's so important no matter what our role is in business. And it doesn't even matter real estate, right? Like it could be, cause that's, that's where you and I, that's the space that we're in. Um, but it doesn't matter what industry you talk about the car industry or the restaurant industry. If we just take that and look to connect to humans at a deeper level, rather than kind of feature benefit throw up, I think we're going to probably be good no matter what changes markets bring or technology bring, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. The, I mean, even if you look back at the, the great recession that we all went through horrible housing market, there were still millions of homes being bought and sold during that time. Somebody yeah. had to do that. And a lot of the people that are watching this were participating in the marketplace at that time. That way of doing business has changed. So those people changed. And now they're doing business a different way. So it's just, it's adapting and understanding there's always business out there to be found. We just need to go find it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, it, that, I came up in that market. I mean, my third transaction ever was a short sale. And then I was probably the next thousand or so were short sales and they were challenging. I remember people telling me this is supposed to be really hard. And I remember thinking, okay, this, yeah, I guess it's challenging, but it's kind of just the way it was. And I real what I realized luckily very early is it gave me an advantage was if people thought that was hard and that's, that was like my baseline, I should be okay. Maybe I can make it in this industry. Uh, and really the lesson there was it doesn't matter what's going on in the market. It doesn't matter how bad things look there's always people with a need. And if we're looking to fill, if we can fill needs, fulfill needs and help people, we're going to, we're going to be able to have a business. That's right. Um, all right. So sh shifting gears a little bit, I stole this from Tim Ferriss. I heard him on his podcast. He was interviewing a good friend of his, Peter Atia, who, who is a uh, host of another podcast, which I listen to quite a bit. And he, because they're close friends and they've done uh, probably three or four different podcasts together in the last few years, they, they switched it up and, they went with the, this theme of three different questions. Number one was, tell me something you're excited about. Number two was, um, tell me something that you have changed your mind on, whether that's in the last year or the last few years. And then the third one was, tell me something that's kind of weird. Maybe as my, not that many people know that about you, whether that's a habit or a hobby, something that you're willing to share. So I'd like to, I'd like to do that with you now, Adam. So Let's start with the three. Let's start with, tell me something you're excited about that's that uh, for the future. It's something that's really kind of got your juices going right now. So we, we always talk about marketing on social media, some of the, the cool things that are going on there. Um, what I'm really excited about is I just, uh, I spent a couple days at 
in New York, uh, and I hung out with some key people from Facebook and learned a lot about Facebook and Instagram marketing from them. It was really cool, but at the same time, what was amazing about it is they kind of went through some of the same mindset that we've been talking about. It's about community and execution and person to person and things like that. And it provided some clarity to me because everybody thinks that there's magic and secrets to, to social media marketing. There's not. <laughs> let's, yeah. just, let's just like pull the curtain back. There's nothing magic or secret about it. It's about kindness and consistency. Okay. Um, so that I'm really excited about that, that focus because I was always looking for that next special secret thing. And it's about just doing the same thing over and over again. But, you know, they, they talk about a couple different platforms, stories, stories is really big. So, you know, a big takeaway for everybody. If you're not doing stories on Facebook and Instagram and you're watching this, do stories. That is a really good place as well as um, buying ads on stories. That's the cheapest uh, advertisement out there right now for the, the greatest ROI for you. So um, I'm excited about uh, starting to build some of these, this continuous involvement with, uh, with Facebook into um, what I'm doing uh, and what I can do to help uh, real estate agents and brokers out there to grow their business. So I, I'm super excited about that. I, I'm a little bit of a techie at heart. I, I love my phone. You know, I got my cool. Well, I'll show your case. Let's show you the coolest phone case. My, my commando phone case there. So the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. That's pretty um, awesome. I love that thing. So it's, and it's kind of fun when you hold it up to take somebody's photo with it. They're like, what is that? <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's an icebreaker. But um, so I'm, I'm excited about the social media aspect. Something I changed my mind on. Yeah. Uh, I used to look at a lot of the noise out there and try and adjust the sales based on the noise that's not the way to do it. You have to adjust the sales in your business based upon your desires to help your customer because the noise is, is kind of a fake indication of weather. You can't listen to that to plan your day. You got to listen to what you know is right when it comes to executing and getting things done. So when you, when you take the time and you read the industry articles, you go, Oh my gosh, you know, uh, the investors say this, or, um, you know, there's this thing going on in one of the, the big uh, industry tabloids, something like that. You know what you just did? You just spent some time processing information that did nothing for your customer, did nothing to increase the experience of your customer. And the last thing they want you to do is come in and throw up a bunch of bad news on their lap and they'll go, I don't want to do anything with this business. So you need to, you need to not let industry noise and the news, especially politics now. I mean, yeah. none of that stuff matters about your, or matters to your business at this point. You know what matters to your business? The people you can help. So we took this big shift and, and you know, there was a lot of, did you see? No, the answer is, did you help? And I, I think if you go away from the did you see to the did you help, you'll find that you're going to increase your business. And that's really what I'm focused on is the did you help. I, I think that's important. Um, and 
really more than anything, you, you move up the, the pyramid and Maslow's hierarchy to, you know, kind of self-fulfillment and things like that. You go from just success in your business. You're probably successful in your business, but you go to significance in the community where you're doing something to help people because you're just, you're taking some of those minutes you have during the day. We have 1,440 minutes in a day. It's not a whole lot. And you're eating them away with just kind of idling in traffic of the noise out there in the news instead of spending them on something productive. That's awesome. All right. Uh, that, that, by the way, that was, that's, that's a great lesson to share. Um, all right. So tell me something maybe a little weird or, str- or strange that most people don't know about Adam Contos. Weird. Well, you got the two years undercover narcotics thing. Um, I always thought that was fun. The, uh, you know, just, just a couple other things that some people know about me. Others don't. I, I have, I'm a dog person. I have four dogs. You see two of them on social media a lot. Those are my German shepherds, Seymour and Piper. Um, so love them to death. You, you see them as much as I possibly can yep. show their pictures. They're my, my proud children. I have three kids. I'll be an empty nester this year. And, uh, um, love the scuba dive. Scuba, really? Okay. How long have you yeah. been that? Um, probably about 15 or so years. Okay. So I love shark diving. That's really? fun to, yeah. Okay. So you've done that already? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've done some, some big shark dives. Like how is, how's that? What's that like? Um, it's, it's fun. I, I enjoy it because I, they're just amazing creatures. It's like, like if you go to an African safari, you know, the, those lions and the elephants and everything that are kind of walking around your little truck. I've been to Africa too. That they can come over and, and hurt you if they want. Okay. Just like the sharks sitting on the, you know, in the ocean, sharks can come up and hurt you if they want, but they're just curious. They want to come up and see what you are. And if you're not acting interesting, you know, like waving your arms out in front of them or something like that, they're just going to kind of look at you and go, all right, move on. Um, they don't eat people because they go, Oh, that looks like a good, you know, piece of steak they they taste people more than anything and they really don't want anything to do with you so um you know it's it's scary at first everybody fears the worst but if you look at it and go and smile and go this is the coolest thing i've ever seen then you go whoa <laughs> this is a neat experience so i've been doing a lot of that trying to expose my kids to that my my teenagers um and they love it too that's so. awesome man that's yeah. that's that's a cool thing. I've always been fascinated by sharks as well, and and the type of animals you'd see on a safari. So, um, that very cool. Well, so before we before we uh, wrap up, I, I won't keep you too much longer. I appreciate the time you've already lent us. Is there uh, anything at all today that we've missed? Something we should have talked about? Anything that is exciting for you in 2019 that, or in going into 2020? I should say rather um, that you want to make sure we chat about today. Yeah, I. I look at our business, um, you know, where, where you're sitting today. And this is for everybody who's watching this anytime. Take a look at today and then take a look at yesterday. And are you doing business today the same way you were yesterday? And that's, that's a big question that uh, Dave Linder has always asked us. He said, if you're doing business today the way you did business yesterday, you're going to be out of business tomorrow. So I'm not saying go in and make massive sweeping changes in what you're doing, but try and get a little bit better every day. And that's, you know, that, that goes over to uh, Darren Hardy's thought better every day. 
So that's, that's what we in this industry have to become. And if you don't become better every day, you go out of business. So that's, that's something that I can't stress enough to everybody. Um, you know, learn something every day, help somebody new every day, answer twice a day. What have you done to make money for your company today? Because you're, you're in a business and the more you make, the more you can give, the more you can do for other people. And that's it. It's about going from success to significance. So that's, that's awesome. I appreciate that. All right. And I, I'd be remiss too, if I didn't mention this right over your shoulder, I can see your, the start with a win uh, podcast, right? So tell us, can you tell us quickly about the podcast? Give us a little plug on that. Sure. Every uh, Wednesday we, we put out a podcast. It's about 20 minutes in length. Uh, perfect time to, you know, drive time is typically an average of 20 minutes in the U S uh, or 20 minutes on a treadmill. But uh, every Wednesday we put out some sort of a, not generally real estate related, but it has to do with being better. Some of them are real estate related. We have a lot of real estate agents on there, a lot of brokers on there that have grown their business, uh, as well as authors, speakers, athletes, uh, and just different ideas to help you start with a win. So that's what it's about, starting with a win and, and continuing to win through the day. Very cool. So check out Adam's uh, podcast, Start With A Win Weekly. And uh, all right, Adam Contos, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And uh, just want to say thank you. Thank you, Kevin. It's great to see you again. And uh, look forward to seeing you in person next time, my friend. Absolutely. We'll see you soon. Have a great day. You too. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor if you enjoy this, go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at, leave us a review, share this episode with your friends, and for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.